0: Hey guys my name is Jose and this is another episode of buy or pass. In this series I will look at the financial documents of a company and decide if I had money would I buy or would I pass. Before we start don't forget to hit that subscribe button to make sure to get info on new episodes and other videos. So let's begin. So like always I'm going to use the website known as LazyFA.com which allows me to look at all these financial numbers in the easy visual format. Today, we're going to take a look at Ameritrade, I think that's ticker AMTD, yep. Alright, so we're going to start off in the income statement. So here in the income statement, we're going to look at the revenue, cost of revenue, gross profit, net income, earnings per basic share. Ameritrade just did its quarter one earnings this past January. I think January 23rd so since we're back in quarter one I'm going to take a look at quarterly data instead of annual data just to see how the overall quarter is happening but if we can see annually this past year of 2018 which ended September late September was Ameritrade's best year ever it has such a huge huge revenue so I'm going to compare the quarters to this quarter instead to see if we're on track for another great year so like i mentioned we're going to take a look at the quarterly data here we're taking a look at revenue so revenue this past quarter has been as high as of all at 1.52 billion dollar i guess a lot of us trading are you traders are using ameritrade and they're collecting a nice fee from us Um, so here we can see 1.52 billion dollars of revenue it's higher than last year same year last year 1.26 billion dollars so that's 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 a huge huge increase in in revenue. Cost of revenue has actually also gone stayed kind of flat compared to last last year's quarter. Last year's quarter was forty-seven million dollars, this year was forty-nine million dollars. So an increase of only two million dollars cost of revenue quarter to quarter of the same year last year, where revenue increased by about Three hundred millions. So three hundred million in revenue increase, but only two million dollars of cost of revenue. Sign me up for this company already. So right now, just with those two, the signals are looking pretty good. We'll take a look at gross profit. So gross profit again, best gross profit in quarter since we can look back at two thousand and nine. Last year, same quarter, gross profit was one point two one billion. This year was one point four seven billion dollars. So it's pretty strange. Um, well, we'll have to look at it, but it seems its revenue it collects a lot of money. I mean, we can see right its cost of revenue is pretty low. That's wow, wow. If we're we're looking at it right now, right? Its revenue is 1.52 billion, cost of revenue is 49 million dollars. So its gross profit is only 2 billion dollars. No, 152. Its gross profit is only about five billion dollars less than its revenue. But here we can see where it's paying off. It's paying off a lot of things. So its net income this quarter was six hundred million dollars. So that's after paying 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 taxes and everything else. So this company still has a hefty income of six hundred million dollars, and compared to the same year last quarter was. 297 million so increase of a hundred percent quarter to year to year of same of of last quarter net income increase of a hundred percent earnings per basic share again pretty high this quarter was a dollar and seven cents earnings to basic share so to be honest guys if i'm looking just the income statement this is looking really good so now we we'll are make just make sure we're on the merit trade yep we're going to look at red flags this is just another way for For us to see what we just saw and here you can visually see how this revenue versus cost of revenue compares it does not compare at all revenue is a monster and we can see gross profit it's quarter to quarter pretty it's in almost one to one with revenue growth here we can see percentage-wise last year we mentioned that past year of 2018 it was its best year of ameritrade and we can see revenue growth of 48 percent where cost of revenue only grew 26.4 quarterly data again to me this doesn't really scare me compared to how much the revenue cost is so there's no real point in me looking at this i want to look at the gross margin and the profit margin so obviously gross margin is almost a hundred percent it's 96.8 percent and that's just the difference between that gross prop that revenue and cost of revenue but here we can see the real the real meat of the bones and that's the profit margin that's how much of its profit it actually keeps it keeps about 39 percent and it's at its all-time high same time last year was 23.6 percent this year was 39 percent again really close if it had five percent more it would be about a hundred percent increase quarter same quarter last year So that's great to see that's great to see and then here there's nothing else it's giving us a flag that percentage-wise cost of revenue is going at a faster rate than revenue itself but like we mentioned revenue is a monster compared to cost of revenue all right guys next we're going to take a look at the balance sheet so in the balance sheet here we're going to take a look at assets liabilities total debt cash and cash equivalents here we can see total assets. This quarter was thirty-seven point nineteen billion dollars. It's been decreasing compared to its all-time high of thirty-nine point forty-one billion. Same time last year, but to me, it's not not a huge decrease of two billion dollars. Um, but I like to. I'm I'm glad that we see this total liabilities going down. Total liabilities is about twenty-eight point eighty-three billion dollars. Compared to same time last year was thirty one point ninety eight billion dollars so I'm happy to see liabilities go down even if that means total assets going down total debt unfortunately we have it looks like this company has a huge increase in total debt three point this quarter was three point four eight billion dollars compared to same time last year was two point sixty eight billion dollars almost an increase of about one billion dollar one billion dollars in total debt great thing to see though I'm really happy to see is this cash and cash equivalents this company has it has about eight billion dollars of cash and cash equivalents eight point three billions to be exact unfortunately compared to last quarter last quarter was set in, um last year's same quarter was eleven point seventy eight billion dollars, so it dropped down compared to the last quarter by about about three billion dollars from same year last quarter but i'm guessing that's how that's why the total assets also decreased but it looks like they used that total assets those assets to pay off liabilities so to me that does not it's not scary to see that much money drop down if liabilities are going down and look this company has enough cash and cash equivalents to pay off its total debt right now so to me this is looking good so even though this is pretty weird, sometimes it's it's weird, right? You're seeing total debt go up. You're seeing cash and cash equivalents go down. But still, to me, this company, even though that's happening, this company is still giving me a buy signal just because the value amount of these two, right? It's total debt is only $3.4 billion, where its total, is cash and cash equivalents is $8.3 billion. So, right, sometimes it's not just how the curves are going, but the numerical value of them. So now we'll take a look at the balance sheet red flags. Again, this is just another way to see the information we just saw. Here we can see assets versus liability. Unfortunately, it's most companies I see is about a two-to-one ratio. This one's not. Uh, this one's a lot closer. Total assets is 37.19 billion, where total liabilities is 1.8. Shareholder equity great is going up. It's at its all-time high of $8.36 billion. And just for you guys that don't know, shareholder equity is is the difference between total assets and total liabilities. So by seeing shareholder equity going up, in theory, that means either assets are going up or liabilities are going down or a mixture of both. So that's good to see shareholder equity going up. Assets versus liability growth, nothing outrageous happening here. It seems almost a one-to-one ratio. There's no outliers that are telling me something different. So I'm not even going to look at them. Here is one of the great things I want to take a look at. And that's its liability distribution. And we can see 99% of its liability is on payables. This is just the vendors, the suppliers. I'm guessing all the data information this company needs to pay for all his trades it's 26.0 billion dollars but i'm liking this it's asset distribution most of his asset distribution is from receivables this money coming in and that's 66.67 percent of these assets it has 24.45 billion dollars of receivables and that's really great to see i'm actually confused why This company shows no debt in its asset liability. Let's take a look at quarter. Hmm. That is pretty weird. Um, But yep, right here, what we're getting is average, we're getting a red flag from Lazy FA, and it's just telling us to keep an eye out that liabilities are growing at a faster rate than assets. But we can see it's almost a one-to-one ratio most of the time. So for me, um, thank you for, for letting me know, um, FA. but it's not, not something I really would, would take a look at compared looking at the numbers. There might be scenarios where those flags are giving me useful information. And at the moment, I, I looked at the chart and I saw that to me, it's not, not really telling me anything. Finally, we'll take a look at cash flow statement. And cash flow statement. The only one I really care about here, obviously, is net cash flow from operations. And its net cash flow from operation is 2.76 billion dollars. This is money that is collecting from its company, from its company operations. And that's where this company should be making money. And it's at its all-time high compared to previous quarters. So net cash flow from operations is singing by to me. So this company is definitely looking good for me. Next let's take a look at metrics and I just want to look what is price-to-earnings ratio and right now it's price-to-earnings ratio is at 15.5% Pretty low compared to its previous quarters. So that's looking good. Salem is it's a cheap buy compared to it's a cheap buy compared to its price So let's take a quick overview right income statement. So income statement revenues going up quarter to quarter best quarter so far Revenue compared to cost of revenue is pretty non-existent. So its gross profit is almost a 100% margin. It's about 96% we check. Net income. Net income is increasing dramatically as well. And so is earnings per basic share. We saw those profit margins in the income statement red flags. Where profit margin, this company is keeping about 39% this past quarter and last quarter was 32.5%. So gross profit margins, profit margins have increased and they look really nice. So balance sheet income statement is giving me a buy. Next, we'll take a quick overview of the balance sheet. Balance sheet assets decreasing, not decreasing dramatically, but it's liabilities have gone down. I'm guessing they're using those assets to pay down those liabilities, which is a good thing to see total debt company shows three billion dollars of total debt but this company has enough cash cash equivalents to pay that off so to me that again is not a huge portion and we saw from its liabilities that almost a huge percent is these 26 billion dollars of of payables so, to me, balance sheet again screaming by that total assets, liabilities going down, it's a huge amount of cash and cash equivalents, and pretty low total debt. Finally, net cash flow from operation pretty big. Net cash flow is positive $1.6 billion a year. This year was $2.76 billion this quarter alone. So, to me, our merit trade is looking like a buy. A straight buy. So I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Like I mentioned, Lazy FA makes it so easy to look at all this information, which makes this episode go pretty fast. I'm curious, would you buy or pass on the merit trade based on the information we just saw? Again, don't forget to subscribe. Hit that like button. Check out my website at joseenajaro.com. I have my Twitter and podcast there. Have a good night, guys. See you tomorrow. And I hope you guys enjoyed the video.